One more time, Lord, I thank you that you are good, that you are faithful in the difficult times and in the good times. We're thankful for you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing, what you've done. Help us to remember your faithfulness every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I don't know if I should use, maybe I should try this. There might just be enough activity. I usually don't do this, but it might be a good idea. As you say, what? All right. All right. Well, welcome. I'll make this somewhat short. I don't promise anything, but it is a little hot in here, isn't it? It was cold all day, and I thought I should turn the heat up, and then I thought, that's probably not good, because body heat will do its thing. All right. Uh, I am very excited for this day. It, I told, uh, shared with Foothills today, uh, I think life is short or long days, short years. The older you get, uh, the days can seem really long, but then the years go by really quickly. And I think that's how I feel about this. Not that I've enjoyed every day of it, but man, you live a day and you're about your work and you're raising your kids and you're living in the neighborhood and you're building community and you're uh, trying to nurture uh, faith and discipleship and, and prayer. And before you know it, uh, one year has gone by. And so I am encouraged, and I, uh, the verse, the passage that came to me as I was praying about what do we share as we celebrate what God has done and what He's doing and where He's taking us is Philippians um, 1 3. Paul is writing this from prison. He is in prison for proclaiming and sharing the good news that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is King, that Jesus is God with us right? To show us God's love and to save us from our sin and to set up His kingdom and to shut down performance-based religion so that we can share in God's life. He's in prison for that message. And this is what he has to say. He's writing to the church, a community, a small community in Philippi. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always, in every prayer of mine for you, all making my prayer with joy. Why? Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you would approve what is excellent and be pure and blameless, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. This is an awesome passage that Paul is writing from prison. He's full of joy. He's full of gratitude. He's full of thanksgiving. And why is he, even though he's in prison, why is he so grateful? Why is he so thankful? Because he realized he is not on mission alone. That following Jesus isn't a solo sport. It's not a one-on-one sport. It's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. It's a family sport. He realizes that he's on mission with Jesus with a family. He is a part of a family that's on mission together, and he's grateful for it. He's got partners in the gospel. He's got partners in this proclamation of good news. He's not alone. 
And that's how I feel about us. That God has been shaping us and forming us into a family that's on mission. That none of us are alone in this mission and none of us are following Jesus alone. There's no lone rangers who follow Jesus. It's a community, it's a family that love one another, that love God and that serve the world together. And that's what God is forming here. And when I think about what God has done, I think of our partners, that, that this church, no one church is alone, and this church is no exception, that God has, has brought us together and has brought people to partner with us. So let me just list a couple of the partners that we've had. I don't know if you know who has come alongside of us outside of our little extended family here, living life in the International District. But first of all, Foothills Fellowship, right? Tramway and Candelaria. They are such a huge part of our story. Many of us, the original core, were sent from Foothills. I was raised up in Foothills as a young lad and uh, was taught how to love Jesus by J.B. Butler. He was my youth pastor and taught me what it means to like relate to people and to love people and to hang with people. And uh, he, I was raised up in that church, and it's just the story continued. When Mike came, he continued to invest in me. I was given, I preached my first sermon at 18 years old. There, it was horrible, but it was, it was uh, my first sermon, and I, I preached it there. Uh, and I was first job as a youth pastor, and there for 10 years. And the so, they're a huge part of our story. Partners in the gospel, North Church came out of left field with a assist, six-man award, North Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I ran into Dave Bruscus, the pastor of North Church, um, at a party, and he grew up in this uh, neighborhood. He went to Highland High School. He has a heart for this neighborhood. He found out what we're doing. He's like, Jesse, I want you to come and share to our church like your vision. And who knows, maybe the Holy Spirit will move in some people to support you and to join you. I was like, okay, that's weird, but awesome, right? Like, what pastor does that? Like, come, and like, whoever wants to go with you, go for it, okay? And I did, and that's exactly what he did. Like, he wasn't even bashful about it. I mean, he only gave me two minutes, but that's all I needed. I got two minutes at the end, and he said, he spoke these words. He said, Jesse's going to share about his vision, what he's doing in the International District, I want you to listen to the Holy Spirit. And if He moves in you to join Him, you should listen. What the heck? Why is He saying that? He did. I shared. And people like that are in this room started lining up behind me saying, God has moved on me to join you. I mean, that's God. And that's how God has grown our family uh, through partners of other churches being willing and generous with people. Foothills was as well. City Presbyterian supported us. Heights Cumberland just gave us their Christmas offering of $16,000 to help us in our work and to further us on. Heights Cumberland Presbyterian Church. They're not even Baptist. Highland Baptist Church from Waco, Texas. I was on staff there and they supported us for the first two years. Visiting Angels. Uh, Kendall is uh, director of Visiting Angels, but... Uh, I went to church in Waco with the owner, the like, supreme ruler owner of all these guys, and he, they give a portion of their profits, their company profits, to our work. Um, uh, Blake and Shannon Hard, my brother and sister-in-law, they, uh, from their business, give a portion of their profits 
from their business. And that has been huge. I won't tell you how much, but it is significant. Enough, enough to be in, invited here today. That's good. Um, <laughs> the... <clears throat> The Zolmans, a family in uh, Foothills, which who I invited, I don't see them here, but they have given faithfully, continue to give faithfully to us. Um, my Mark and Yvonne Harden, a.k.a. Mom and Dad, still supporting and so grateful for them. Emotional support, the way that they raised me, uh, they did a pretty good job. That was a joke. And then, um, and continue to support us financially. And then, City Church of Compton, I mean, I want to, uh, they're a part of our story that has came also from left field, but Joanne, we go to Compton every six months, Pat and Julie Dirksy, who started that church in Compton uh, eight years ago or so, they, they're discipling us, and we are discipling others, and we are, they are such a big part of our story, even from a distance, that we will all benefit from um, there. So, partners in the gospel, Paul says, I thank my God. I am full of joy, even though I'm in prison, because I think of you and the partnership that I have in the gospel, the family I have on mission. But he, I'm going to skip verse 6, and I'm going to come back to it. But verse 7, Paul starts to get a little mushy, starts to get the tear down his face, and he starts to get emotional, and he uses some, some um, family language, some emotional language, says, it's right for me to feel this way about you, to feel full of happiness and joy about you all because I hold you in my heart. For you are all partakers with me of grace. That word partakers is fellowship or partners with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. I think he's getting a little deeper here. He's going to the people. He's, he's starting to talk to the people that have gone to the trenches with him that have moved into the, the spaces and places of discomfort. And so I'm talking to, to you all here who have who've joined our family and are being a part of our family here. And you said, hey, I'm going to move to the International District uh, and I'm going to live life in the International District in a, in a, not just once a week, but live life together. I want to be vulnerable and grow as a family together and learn what it means to be a family on mission. I have great affection for each and every person, new and old, who have been here and have joined the mission and are here. Thank you. I am full of joy as I think about you. And so I am literally, are the kids doing okay? I'm literally going to talk to each one of you real quick, okay? It's going to take a little bit of time. But you'll be engaged because your name's going to come up. All right? And you go to sleep after you're done. But Mike and Aileen Platt, such a huge part of our story, man. And I'll, oh man, I didn't think I was going to cry. But you guys, I mean, I remember sitting in Einstein bagels with you, sharing my vision and, and saying, well, let's do it. And you didn't even live here. And, and then you moved here and you moved ahead. And you and Aline moved ahead of us and lived in this neighborhood. And uh, you're such a huge part of our story. And Aline lives on in my heart. And I want to throw open doors and throw open tables and throw open my hands and for Jesus and for Aline's second or third. <laughs> Platt kids, whole family. You guys are such a part of our... Uh, oh, man. I was just about to compliment you guys. <laughs> you guys are such a big part of our, of our life, of our church. You know that? 
You bring us a strength of diversity. You bring us a strength of energy. You bring us a strength for a... I'm over here, bud. For a, you bring us strength of diversity and, and joy and love and welcome. When people come into this place, they see all of our kids and they feel welcome. They feel like this is a family. We've already heard that from Susan and from Tiara today. So you guys are such a huge part. All of you kids are a huge part of our story and of our family. I love hearing, don't worry about your kids making noise. So I got a microphone. This is a family on mission. Cheryl, you here? You in the house? Is she here? There you are. I know you love to be singled out. Cheryl, Matt, Ryan, and Georgie. Thank you. I love that you're with us, and I love how you love us through food and, um, and showing us what commitment to family means and looks like. Thank you for being a part of our family. I'm so grateful. Moni, you're always there with a truck and a cigarette if you need it. But Moni, Moni does our books. Moni does our books. He uses his gifts to serve us. And all, seriously, um, I call him like, I'm like, I need a truck. And he's there. So thank you so much, Moni. It's so good to have you a part of our family. The Elins, the newest members of the left side or the right side of the congregation. Thank you so much. You, what you've shown us, your sweet family, your kids are so sweet and tender. And uh, thank you so much for moving here and being a part of our story and teaching us what it means to like take the risk to simplify and to downsize and to move into a place that's crazy because it's all Mike and Aline's fault. But you're here and I'm so grateful that you are growing with us. Dave and Sarah Dumas, they called, they were the first to call us and say, we hadn't even moved yet. They said, we hear you're doing something and we feel like God's leading us to join you. And that was so encouraging because we didn't want this to be something that we were like manipulating or facilitating. We wanted to God, they wanted to be a move of God. And that's what we're seeing is that God is moving on people's hearts. I don't have to like convince you or lay out a logical argument. You Moved and they moved ahead of us as well. What if we didn't come? You guys would have been here. You guys would have figured it out. And Eli, Eli, you're the man. Hey, buddy. All right. Stephen and Jenny, Luke and Robert, are they in the house somewhere? They held our the fort down while we left. They took care of our house. They love and have a passion for refugees, and they their way that they are, uh, they make you feel, uh, they're so comfortable in their own skin, they make you comfortable in yours. I really feel that way, and so they're a huge gift to us, the towns, our first like legit people that just showed up and like decided to stay. Thanks for being the first, man. It's a good job. No, but uh, Hannah, your strength and your wisdom and your, your voice, and I don't mean, I mean, we, your microphone wasn't working, but it was awesome. But it's really good. But not just your singing voice, but your voice. I think you have authority and you have wisdom, and I'm so looking forward to learning from that. And for Gabe, you're, you, now you got a little snipey on Facebook today, but it was good. I was going to say, he's concerned for justice and he's a man of conviction, and apparently he's on, I didn't even know he was on Facebook, but he just like started doing sniper rifle justice quotes this week. It was good, though. I agreed with all of them. All right. The Harrelsons. Yeah, you're here. Good job. 
They've been in this neighborhood way longer than we have. They started at Casa Shalom um, and were a part of Escuela del Mundo, something like that, yes? Um, and they have a heart for this neighborhood, and I'm so glad that they uh, transitioned over to be a part of what we're doing because they know this neighborhood, they love this neighborhood, and uh, they're encouragers. So I'm so thankful that we have our family together. The Jins, they're not here, so I won't say a lot of nice stuff about them, but they are um, a wonderful addition to our family. The Grays, actually, you're the first legit crossovers, huh? You didn't know us from Adam. You just came from Cambodia and met this guy with a beard, and he said, I'm going to do this. So I appreciate you, and I appreciate the, the Grays have served most of their life overseas and understand what it means to be a family on mission. They have a cross-cultural perspective that we learn from and we will continue to learn from. And so I'm blessed to have your family here in Rhea on the Keys. Good job. Thank you. Robert Guerrero, my best friend in the neighborhood. He didn't come, though. So... Um, Malik's not here, but he's awesome. He lives right down the street. Everyone should knock on his door and say, why weren't you here? The Rourkes. Where are you? I see you. They came. They were visiting North Church, just had flown, gotten off the plane from Hawaii, and God moved on their hearts to be a part of what we're doing, and they have been here ever since. And uh, I'm just thankful for their willingness to jump in and serve. Susan, your passion, your... your um, you're super cool vibe. You're like one of the coolest people I've ever met. <laughs> and so I hope that rubs off on me. But I'm just so excited to learn from you and for you to be a part. And she moved. She lives on Messiah down the street. She just like jumped in. So that's super encouraging. Is Lauren here? Car- Carolyn? Lauren? No? Okay. Well, I was going to say the nice stuff about her. Tell her. Carolyn, I'm so excited that you're a part of us. And I'm so excited that you've got this passion for community development and this experience. And I'm so glad you're a part of our family. Randall, this is taking a while, huh? You guys all right? Randall, you're awesome. And you, um, he, he was over at our house last night and we had an awesome time. He's a great friend, a servant's heart, awesome cook. Seth, your tenderness, where are you, Seth? You're a tender dude. Even though not everyone gets to see that, but you're a tender guy and I've, I've learned so much about, even in your own pain, how you've come along and loved your siblings and serve them, and I'll, I'll learn a lot from you, Seth. Ricky and Gina and Dominic, yeah. I love watching you. You're a great mother, and you, you even help mother all these guys, and you've been such a, a, such a, a strength. I think you've served the Platts really well. Alex, you're awesome at music, and you've got a servant's heart, Savannah. You're awesome. I guess it's going to take too long. Sorry, guys. Joanna, we all know I love her. <laughs> Julia and Kendall. Julia and Kendall. Uh, I'm so thankful for your, your energy and your awesome triceps, Kendall. Arnell and Eliana. They, uh, Arnell was, is kind of one of my first spiritual kids. Came to the Lord through a relationship with me. We played racquetball together and... I love and I pref- I did their marriage ceremony and uh, it's so awesome to have them in our neighborhood. They they and to be here with us it just makes sense. Um, Jared and Tiara Luhan, where Tiara is still back there. I'm so grateful to have you guys here. And Jared just did a business trip, but I, I love the joy that you have as you raise your kids 
and uh, serve them. I think that's everyone. If I forgot someone, you're going to be crying. Josh Harrelson, yeah, the intern. He's no longer an intern, he's graduated. Yes, Josh, thank you so much for jumping in and being a part of what we do and setting up each week. And uh, man, Josh just like jumps right in. He just came right off the boat from Rio Rancho and started <laughs> just engaging people no matter what they, what, remember they, what they appear to be like or look like. He just engages them with a smile. Thank you, man. Awesome. Did I miss someone else? Please forgive me. Grammy, Anita. Anita. Yeah. Anita. She loves people so well and is a welcomer uh, to everyone who comes into the door. I'm so grateful to see her connect. All right. If I missed you, who else? Did I miss anyone else? The Platt Kids. I got you guys all in one swoop. All right. So... We're almost time to eat. I hear that it's getting restless. But let me tell you this. Let me just go to verse 6, okay? Here. I am sure of this. This is what Paul says. We're a family on mission. I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. This is our promise, that what God has started, he will finish. What God has begun, he will bring to completion. He's not through with us yet. He's just getting started all the good things that he's done in us, all the people that have come to be a part of our family. Meg, you're the newest member. Hello, Meg. Welcome to our neighborhood. And she was putting together packages and uh, goodie bags that we're going to pass out. All that we've been doing together and all that God has done, all the resources he's built up, all the people who are passionate about mission, all the neighbors we've met, all the conversations we've had, That is just the beginning that God is going to bear fruit and bring to completion. And there is going to be, as our mission says, peace and flourishing in our neighborhood and in our homes. Because God loves our neighbors and he loves our neighborhood. So let me bring you some encouragement. He's going to finish what he has started. And there's more to come um, this next year. So... Uh, I'm going to skip all this awesome stuff I was going to say. We'll get to it later. But here, I want to finish with this, this prayer. How is he going to finish this? This is our prayer for this next year. Paul prays for his family that's on mission. And he says this, It is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. It would grow more and more. It would overflow more and more. How? What kind of love? With knowledge and all discernment. So we're going to have tons of love and we're going to know exactly how to love. We're going to love well. Verse 10, So that you may approve what is excellent, that you would know the right thing, that you would apply your love well, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And that's what it's all about, the glory and praise of God. So let me, what is God going to do? He is going, and we're going to pray that our love abounds more and more. And we are, over the next few weeks, are going to be talking about 
How can we love people as we open our doors and open our tables and open our hands to people? We need a love that comes only from the Holy Spirit that will fill us and overflow in us and spill out into our homes and into the streets and all over and will bring renewal and hope and love to the spaces and places around us. That God is going to overflow us with love. We're going to know how to do that. I don't always know how to love. I know I want to love, but I don't always know how to, right? Like I've, I've told you, oh, the other day there was someone in our front um, uh, street, and I was wondering, how do I care for this person? Do I bring them into our home? Do I just hang with them outside? What's the best way to engage? What's the best way to love? And this is the promise that we have, that God will tell us, show us and tell us how we are to love each person on an individual basis. How are we to engage? Sometimes that means bringing them, giving them our bed. Sometimes it means hanging out with them on the street. But we need to know what that is, and he's going to do that. And when we have this overflowing love, what it says is we'll be filled with the fruit of righteousness, love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. And it's all to the glory of God. And that's what we're here for. We're here to see Jesus' name be lifted up. I don't care if people know who I am or you are, but I want, as a result of hanging out with us and getting to know our family here, that they would know Jesus. They would know his love. They would know his grace. They would know his mercy. They would know his peace, as Susan said. So there's a lot more to come next uh, week. We'll start jumping into what it looks like as we pour ourselves out in love and as God gives us a love. And it's going to involve risk. It's going to involve challenge. It's going to involve discomfort. It's going to involve cost. But it's going to be awesome. And that's what we're here for, to do all these things for the glory of God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for the time that we've had. Thank you so much for the fact that we are a family on mission, that you are creating us to be a family on mission that loves and serves you, loves and serves one another, and loves and serves people that don't yet know you. We thank you for this privilege. In Jesus' name, And we thank you for this food that we are about to eat. Amen. All right, so this is going to be a little tricky. Um, but what we do is we uh, break down, we put out tables. Where there's food in the back. We're going to eat together. Um, some of you might be standing on the side. You can spill out into the uh, outside if you need to. We're going to come back and share in the Lord's Supper together after we eat. So this is an, an addendum to what we do. This is part of what we do as a community. And what we do here is we eat together in preparation to eat and be invited to the Lord's Supper. It says to discern the body, which means to discern your relationships with one another. So if you have a grudge with someone, you need to forgive someone, or someone needs to forgive you, chat it out. This is your time. You've got space. Call someone. Talk to someone. Make it right, because we will come to the table of the Lord and receive um, from Him. So enjoy your food. Line up, try to go as fast as you can through the line, set up the tables. Let's see if this thing can work. Amen. Bye. Oh, Ricky made a cake. Awesome.